Alas, poor Sobble. I knew him, listeners. A fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. He hath borne my team on his back a thousand times. And now, how abhorred in my imagination it is. The name's Summerhays, Luke Summerhays. I love a sobble, shaken, not stirred. Our first glimpse of eighth-generation Pokémon came in a video clip showcasing the three starters. Grookey was tapping a rock with its little stick, and, combined with Galar region's clear British influence, people correctly assumed a musical theme. Scorbunny had athletic tape, and the word score in its name, and thus the sport and football connection was quickly identified. This left Sobble, and the theory was that it would represent British theatre. Names like Shakespeare dominate the world of the stage, and Sobble's theatrical tears, as well as the curtain-like pattern on its face, did bring to mind the theatre. As it happens, the speculations were not far off the mark, but the final form represented one very specific character in British fiction. Sobble is number 816 in the National Pokedex, but in Galar's Pokedex it is number 007. It is somewhat inspired by a chameleon, with the curling tail and its ability to become invisible. The Pokemon Shield deck says, when it gets wet, its skin changes colour, and this Pokemon becomes invisible, as if it were camouflaged. The Japanese name, also, is Meson, from Meso Meso, the onomatopoeia for sobbing, and Chameleon. Amori-san from Game Freak predicted that people who like Sobble would be kind and caring, but also somewhat shy. Sobble was apparently designed by two women at Game Freak, and although in Japan there is a culture of finding something cute because you feel a little sorry for it, developers were worried whether this would translate internationally. They needn't have been. Sobble instantly won a lot of hearts when it was revealed. The big sad eyes, and the timid way it hid in the water, made the entire internet want to love and protect it. Though I felt a little of this instinct, it was less than with Poplia, in that case, it seemed like the rest of the world hated her, and I alone was a fan. But Sobble seems to be in safe hands. The appeal is also lost on me a little because I know those are, at least somewhat, fake tears. Sobble is an actor, after all, and it knows how to make me want to care for it. The Pokemon Sword deck says, When scared, this Pokemon cries. Its tears pack the chemical punch of 100 onions, and attackers won't be able to resist weeping. What a manipulative little lizard. At level 16, Sobble can stop hiding invisible backstage, and become an understudy when it evolves into Drizzile. More so than perhaps ever before, the middle evolutions of this generation's starters resemble teenagers. In Drizzile's case, 
it seems to be going through an emo phase. A fringe flops over its face, and although it is a lot lankier than Sobble, it slouches and skulks through its animations. I knew a few theatre kids like this. Shield's Pokedex says, Highly intelligent, but also very lazy. It keeps enemies out of its territory by laying traps everywhere, which could almost be referring to a teenager's bedroom. I ultimately didn't pick Sobble, I went for Scorbunny in my initial playthrough, but my girlfriend Shen stuck to her guns and picked the water type. She ended up being a little disappointed, telling me, I don't like the emo design much. I was hoping it would be cooler with the whole chameleon thing, but it wasn't. Drizzile's sword Pokedex is a little more flattering, detailing some of its battle techniques. A clever combatant. This Pokemon battles using water balloons created with moisture secreted from its palms. This will develop into something much cooler at the next stage. For an actor in Britain, they could dream of playing Hamlet on stage or the Doctor on television. But there's one film role which holds more prestige and national pride than any other. At level 35, Drizzile evolves into Inteleon and finally gets to play that role. Do you expect me to talk about Inteleon? I'm going to. Inteleon is a tall, thin, humanoid lizard with a cool demeanor. It shoots water from its fingertips like a pistol, and it walks with both class and swagger. Its name still draws from Chameleon, but now also Intelligence. Espionage has been an element of warfare, at least since Sun Tzu wrote The Art of War. In medieval Japan, Intelligence was gathered by the ninja, legendary around the globe for their skills in stealth and survival. In the 20th century, when global warfare was at new heights and the threat of the Cold War was ever-present. One ex-spy took inspiration from these ancient warriors when creating the ultimate fictional intelligence operative. Inteleon is Pokémon's James Bond. It makes perfect sense that this would be the third of the Galarian starters. When I meet new Japanese people and they discover I'm British, James Bond is what they talk to me about after they exhaust the Beatles and football as conversation topics. Inteleon is an expert marksman, a cool customer, and a master of sneaking. It even kind of appears to be wearing a suit jacket. The thought of a James Bond lizard does slightly bring to mind unpleasant memories of Gex Enter the Gecko on PlayStation and N64, but as a Pokemon, it's pretty cool. Pokemon Swords Pokedex says, It has many hidden capabilities, such as fingertips that can shoot water, and a membrane on its back that it can use to glide through the air. Detailing the many gadgets Inteleon has picked up from Q. The Pokemon Shield Dex tells us, Its nicitating membranes let it pick out foes' weak points so it can precisely blast them with water that shoots from its fingertips at Mach 3. Focusing on Inteleon's skill. If you're wondering, a nicitating membrane is the inner eyelid which reptiles can close to protect their eyes from the elements. 
To see examples, watch videos of the British royal family or members of the Conservative Party. Inteleon puts this marksmanship to good use with its signature move, Snipe Shot. This move is a powerful special attacking water move, naturally. But what makes it special is that it will always hit the intended opponent, despite moves like Follow Me or abilities which draw attacks. This won't make much difference at all in a player's run through the story, but could be interesting in the competitive metagame, particularly as tournaments are generally held as double battles. Combined with pretty legitimately high speed and special attack, Inteleon could be useful if played intelligently. Friend of the show, Patreon supporter and number one superfan Andrew Rice got in touch with this to say. What's up Luke Loves Pokemon? It's me, your boy Andrew, here to talk about Sobble. Now, I was slightly late to jump in on the, the new Pokemon game, so that's why you wouldn't have heard from me for the last few weeks, but luckily, Sobble is the third option, and as far as I'm concerned, the first option that you should pick, because Sobble is an adorable little lizard tadpole thing, and as it evolves, it just gets cooler and cooler, until eventually you get a sweet little Inteleon, who is a badass spy type thing. Now, I wasn't entirely sure about getting the uh, the new Pokemon game. Uh, that's that's why you haven't heard from me yet. Um, but I decided I decided I'd give it a go, and uh, Sobble was definitely the one for me. Um, didn't need some cute little monkey or some football rabbit. No, I was all about this cute little lizard thing. Who could be my little friend? So that's who I went for. We're having a good time together. So no, no long-held opinions on this one, obviously. But uh, right now, we're getting on just fine. Catch you later. I do feel a little sad about not choosing Sobble. Not a lot, just a quantum of solace. I've played through Pokémon Sword with Scorbunny as my main monster, but I'll never say never again. You only live twice, after all, and on my second life, I'd like to bring Sobble from Galar with love. This is for your ears only, though, you understand? Music for Luke Love's Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. The podcast is hosted on SoundCloud and supported by fans at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. If you can, please help me out by donating a dollar a month, and in return you can hear episodes a week early. I appreciate anyone spreading the word through social media or by rating and reviewing on iTunes. Find the show either on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN and please drop in and say hi. Get in touch about the next Pokemon we'll be covering or any monster. Next Thursday we'll be talking about Squavit and the week after that, Rickety. On Tuesday, tune in for our chat about the original dragons, Dratini and family. I love Sobble. And remember, I love you too.